0: Well, hello there and thanks for tuning in to HC Conversations, a podcast where we have discussions around faith, life, politics, and more, and how to navigate those things as a follower of Jesus. You'll also find audio from weekly messages at Hope Community. Thanks for joining us for today's podcast. Let's jump in. Okay, everybody. Hey, welcome to HC Conversations, or welcome back. i uh, got a little bit of a new format today. So you might be watching us on YouTube, or you can see this video That's of right. us. As Paul just said, in the cozy little plant corner here at Hope Community, it's just nice. It's just cozy. It's homey. Uh, But hey, if this is your first time tuning in, maybe you're watching this on YouTube. Uh, This is a podcast where we just talk about life, about faith, politics, current events. I mean, you name it, and um, just how do we engage those things as followers of Jesus. Um, Or maybe if you're not a Christian or a follower of Jesus, you can tune in and make fun of us if you want to. That's fine. That's welcome, <laughs> but we're just trying to, to the best of our ability to to live out our faith uh, and encourage others to do that as well. So, Paul, how you doing?
1: Um, doing all right. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. Things are good.
1: Things are pretty good. Got my coffee good. here. We
0: got we've got our coffee. So how could things not? It's be
1: good? it's finally like nice fall weather. It's beautiful. Like it's amazing. Flannel hoodies. This is just perfect. <laughs> <laughs>
0: pumpkin spice. Okay. So I saw pumpkin this video. I think it was, it was maybe somebody's TikTok or something, but it got shared around on like Facebook and it is a video. I think a, the guys wearing like, a. Um, I think it's a guy could be a girl, I guess, um, wearing a flannel shirt, but they have a pumpkin, like a jack-o'-lantern on their head <laughs> and they're like skateboarding and they have a, like a Starbucks, like venti. That's the biggest one, right? Like pumpkin spice so. latte. And they just like it's hilarious. And they're just skateboarding along with this. It's just this pumpkin head. And they just toss the pumpkin spice latte on the face of the pumpkin as they're skateboarding. You should check it out if you haven't seen it yet. But. I'll have to do that. But it's like if you're a fall person, that's how you're feeling right now. You're
1: like, yes. Just like, Bathe in pumpkin spice. <laughs> just, you know? So I saw it popped up on Facebook. Duke Cannon Soap Company makes a pumpkin spice soap. I'm not going to lie. I mean, it sounded pretty good. I don't think it's available right now because it's sold out. Well, I might but. be like,
0: that's dangerous. Because if some smell, I mean, if you're thinking like, is this edible? I mean, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just sudsing up. I'm just like, is it a bar of soap? Or is yeah, it it's liquid? a bar. They make bar soap. But it's a bar of soap. Yeah. I mean, hey, if it was like liquid, you might be able to use that as like coffee creamer or something.
1: <laughs> use that instead of milk in your latte. Just stir up I ran bit. out of creamer. It's pumpkin
0: spice, everything. Uh, well it's been um it's been a minute since we've done a podcast. Wait. We? Okay. How are you? Oh, thank, thank thank you. Thanks for asking. I really appreciate that. I'm just going to savor this moment. I'm doing pretty good. Um things are crazy right now mm-hmm. uh, with with work and with church and trying to figure all that stuff out. I've got like 8,000 projects going on, so as some people know, I'm doing a little mowing and stuff. Uh, so like that's still happening and we're painting a football field for a local school. So that's still happening because right. it's fall. I've got my truck sanded down and taped up. It's in the garage. So I'm getting ready to paint that. So it's like, ah, but I'm doing really good. Life's good. Life's been good to me so far. It's
1: hmm. hmm. good. Yeah. I'm just going to savor this we'll too. See if
0: anybody listening to the podcast got the song reference there. Just, I just like, I like to sneak them in. Yeah.
1: <laughs> All right, so okay. continue on now.
0: I was just saying, it's been a while since we've done a podcast. Uh, it's been a month. We, we, we started off doing this weekly and we quickly realized we can't do this every week. Right. Um, just for our schedules, and we were coming in the first couple weeks, like, great, we got stuff to talk about. And then we're like, crap, what do we talk about? Um, so it gives us, doing a monthly thing allows us a little more time to hopefully have some better conversations, although we'll see how today goes.
1: Right, because this month we had zero time because uh, we returned to on-site gathering at church. At church, so that, um, yeah. instead of just online. Yeah, through a wrench, in there. and so yeah, it's it, like uh,
0: relearning a whole new rhythm. Right, it's crazy.
1: But I, I will say it's really nice to be kind of back in that rhythm and have a Saturday morning. There's like some predictability. Right.
0: Yeah, because if you don't know this, so before what we would do is we came in, um, myself and Paul, the rest of like the worship team and the tech team would come in on Saturday mornings and produce the entire service. So that would take a few hours on Saturday morning. Mm -hmm. And then we would stream that on Sunday mornings. And so, and we'd be engaging in the comments and stuff. So a few hours on Sunday morning. And so it was like two days in a row. It was like, well, my morning is gone. So yeah, it is is nice to have Saturday mornings back for sure. Mm -hmm. But it's put some, you know, more more work on the shoulders of like, oh, how do we make church happen, you know, in a social distance, you know, kind of, and not neglect, hey, we still got still got a lot of people who are like part of our online right. church family. And we're like, hey, yeah. you know, we, we, we're not leaving you out there to, to, to dry. Like, no, you're still, still, still part, part of, it. of this. So mm-hmm. trying to navigate that. So, yeah, we haven't had as much time to prep as, as we would like. That's part of it is wanting to produce a better, you know, quality podcast. But then also along the same lines of just when we come in on Mondays, we, we record this on Mondays and it drops on Mondays. Um, Mondays. Is the only day that you're in here. Mm-hmm. So it's the only day we get to work together. So it's like our list of things to do is like, oh, man. <laughs> and on, on the weeks, when well, it was every week, but even now, like when we record the podcast, that's like, by the time we talk about it, record it, edit it, three, four hours in the yeah. morning, and then it's like, oh, hey, the day's like more than halfway over. So anyway, this is our first time jumping in mm-hmm. in a month. Now, with all that, there's a lot that's happened in the last
1: Oh, month. yeah. I mean... There's the whole political climate that we're in. The pandemic continues. What do you mean?
0: Is there something going on politically? <laughs> <laughs> no,
1: nothing at at all, Phil. Um, then you have California wildfires. Uh, there's hurricane coming towards the U.S., another one. Um, so it's it's been a busy news month. I mean, you yeah. had a whole thing in Beirut, and yeah. just the global stage is... Very very busy too.
0: Yeah, I think sometimes as Americans and this is probably true of any country, but like we get very um myopic. I think I used the right word. Like in our view, it's like we see what's you happening see here what, yeah. but we don't see like do the whole world is like just kinda kinda crazy mm-hmm. right now. There's stuff happening everywhere. Um and you forgot, uh RGB?
1: Yeah. Ruth Bader Ginsburg. RBG passed.
0: RBG? Ruth Gator Bin. Gator. (laughs) Ruth Bader. See, what I do is I always want to say RGB, and we were talking about this instead of RBG, from like elementary school To learn the colors of the rainbow. Roy G. Biv, baby. Yeah, and that's what I think. You know what we're talking about. Every time I think RGB instead of, but uh, yeah. And and so like, I mean, honestly, whether you um, are on uh, what her side of the political aisle would have been or not, like whether you're liberal or conservative, like, the nation lost a giant in right. the just kind of national leadership kind of uh, arena. And anytime that happens, whether it's someone you agree with or don't agree with, like there's this, this moment where you pause and go, well, wow, this is like, this is a big deal. Like, because someone that's been there for so long. So that happened. Man, it's just nuts. Yeah. We had the first presidential debate, getting back to politics. And. And again, it doesn't matter what side you're on. I think most people, <laughs> I saw so many good memes after that, man. Yeah. you know, like the, the, the classic, there's a dumpster, like it's on fire floating <laughs> down like a flooded road, you know? Um, I, I saw uh, like a clip from, um, dumb and dumber where there's like a person in the middle seat and you got, yeah, the I saw two that too. Guys and it's like Biden, Trump and the American people in the middle, just like, ah, uh-huh. oh gosh, there's another one that was really good. And I can't remember what it was.
1: I saw a video on Twitter of, I don't remember what Asian country it was, but of the debate and the translators trying to keep up with the back and forth and like, it was (laughs) sad, but at the same time, like it's kind of funny to watch from the American perspective because like as a translator, you cannot keep up because all you hear is just voices. And so like they just stopped translating at one point and just all of a sudden you'd hear like (laughs) one, they'd catch one word. So they'd say that. And then do there just be silence, you just hear them arguing back and forth. Yeah. Arguing, not debating. Not a there, there was no debate. There's no debate.
0: Um, maybe we'll talk about that a little bit. We'll see. But oh, I remember what the other one was. If you've ever seen the movie um, Billy Madison, there there's a scene in which like they have like a school debate or speech. Actually, maybe it's like a it's like a game show Jeopardy thing. Whatever. He's supposed to answer a question. And the moderator he gives this question and he looks at him and goes and something like, like nowhere in the middle of that was there anything that we could consider a coherent answer. Um, everybody in this audience is, is now dumber for listening to it. <laughs> I award you no points and may God have mercy on your soul. <laughs> and it's like someone posted that after the debate. I'm like, yeah, that's pretty much how we're all feeling right now. Yeah. So, yeah, so that's been... Ah, that's that's all happened in the last month. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how much more I can handle. Like I, I actually am. Like I have... Uh, stepped away from the news a little bit, not that I really watched the news before, but even like trying to like even stay informed as to what's happening. Cause I don't feel like it actually helps, helps or adds any mm-hmm. kind of value of like, no, I just feel when I pick up my phone and I like, I browse news sources or I like scroll through Twitter, which is just, you know, always j- just a gathering of happy people. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm just like, I feel horrible. I don't, I like I don't like myself right now. I don't like the world. I hate everybody, and I'm angry. And I'm just like, man, that does no good. So I'm gonna I'm like trying to back myself off mm-hmm. of that a little bit.
1: Yeah, that is good. Okay. I, I have started to um subscribe to a uh, email news source called The Dispatch. They are fairly um, we need a bell. unbiased in how they report. Um, definitely from a conservative like. They're mostly conservatives, but they report like across the board and try to right. leave their bias out of it's the more, reporting.
0: It's more of, it's more news and less commentary. Right. So it's it's news, they have a conservative perspective, but it's not like punditry. Right. I think that's a real word.
1: So that's, it's kind of been refreshing because you don't have the anger and things yeah. like that. It's just like, okay, here's the headlines. Yeah. So. I
0: I guess where I get a lot of like a lot of problems too is we watch we watch things and we think that they're news, but they're not news. Right. It's like, commentary, it's, it's political commentary. commentary. And a lot of them like never even claim to be news.
1: No, but because they're by a news outlet, yeah. people view that okay, this yeah. is the news. And
0: some of them actually, you know, do think they're like legitimate like journalistic reporters and it's like, yeah, you're really not. Right. Yeah, you're really not. And it's interesting because like, you know, the whole debate is like, you know, you've got CNN or Fox, you know, the two different sides. Um, but like, even within those organizations, like, like they admit that they've got people that, okay, these people are actually like pundits. Mm -hmm. They're, they're here. Like they have a very specific kind of, you know, political leaning and they're going to push that forward. But then they have programs that are just like the news, right? Like (laughs) nobody watches the actual news programs (laughs) because they're like, we don't want to watch that. That's boring. But anyway, um, yeah. So anyway, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to back off that a little bit, so Mm -hmm not that I was ever really a person that like loved the news or like watching that stuff. But like, I, f- I feel like in some ways I'm like, you know, doing church and trying to lead a church. It's like, we have to be somewhat informed. Right. It's the same thing with social media. I hate Facebook.
1: Yeah, I agree. If I, if, if, we didn't if have it wasn't do, for the church,
0: I would not be on Facebook at all. If we right. weren't posting stuff for the church. Cause I'm just like nothing, good, nothing may, good happens here. I
1: would do maybe probably Instagram, Instagram. would be the only one.
0: Yeah. Post some pictures, stay connected with some people mm-hmm. and there's, there's not too much, but, Facebook and Twitter. Okay, yeah, Twitter I kind of use as a search engine because like, so I'm a, I'm a Steelers fan. <laughs> so yeah, some people some people are gonna love that, some people are gonna hate it. But like, I'll go into the search bar and just type Steelers so I can like find all my news like because people link to different articles and stuff in like one place. That's kind of what I use Twitter for. But whatever. <laughs> I don't know. Hmm. I've i got nothing. i got nothing. But anyway, I, yeah. If so, it wasn't for oh, it wasn't for the church, man, Facebook would be.
1: I haven't seen it yet, but I've heard a lot of people talking about it. It's and on my you, watch you list. Watched. Yeah, oh, haven't, you haven't it's yet? It's on okay. my watch
0: list. I think I know what you're going to talk about. The
1: social experiment? Social that? dilemma. Social a dilemma, social yeah. Dilemma. I've on heard Netflix.
0: some really, I mean, I've not heard, and this is for people on, like, all different perspectives and politics aside mm-hmm. and everything. People are like, you need to see this. And it's, it explains so well some of the things that we're seeing. Yeah. Um, just with social media, Facebook especially, and algorithms, and how, basically, it, the way the algorithms work on Facebook and other social media sites is whenever you click on something and they see that you like that, it just keeps feeding you more stuff that you right. like. So, so it's just we're, this feedback loop that so just
1: continues yeah. to get your views more extreme,
0: extreme, more extreme because all of a sudden now I'm only seeing things from people that I agree with. And yeah, it's just, it's messed up, man.
1: Right. And the same goes for like, you, you see those people, um and some you you all know who those people are in your facebook feed that say i have x number of friends but i never see any of their stuff copy and paste this in your feed right. and you'll yeah. get to see everybody well no you won't no, you because won't. if you don't interact with the content that they're sharing that they're posting yeah facebook's like yeah you don't really care about those people so and i'm not going to show time, you their stuff
0: it's not even just clicking on it like they measure hover time yeah so, so
1: if if so if you see stuff that makes you angry on Facebook and you even hover over it. I have it, that
0: problem. To like I stopped to read it and I'm just You, like, see, you see, it'll start
1: it. showing you more and more of that. You didn't even click on it. You yeah. just hovered over it for a brief second.
0: So anyway, yeah, I I'm re- I really want to watch that. But like I need to do it at a time where I can like sit down. And I want to concentrate on it. So mm-hmm. here, here's here's the dilemma and you understand this too because you've got a, a little one at home. It's like, okay, I'm not going to be able to concentrate till after the kids are in bed. <laughs> And, man, when we put our kids to bed, we go to bed. Right. I'm like, like, I'm tired. I go to bed at 9 o'clock. All right? And so I'm like, oh, man, I'm going to have to stay up late to watch this documentary or whatever. And I don't know how long it is. I'm, it's probably an hour or two. I'm like, yeah. I might have to stay up till 11 o'clock to watch this, Paul. <laughs> that sounds so bad. But, hey, that's 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 life, right? Yeah. Get the kids to bed and, like, I'm beat. Let's go to sleep.
1: <laughs> yeah, and sometimes they don't end up falling asleep until it's time for you to go to bed. Yeah. And you're just like...
0: And then even if you're not tired, you're like, I want to go to bed because I know they're going to wake up in the middle of the night, so I want to get as much sleep as I can before they wake up.
1: <laughs> See, ours doesn't. Ours, is, ours oh, is a great sleeper.
0: Yeah. Braxton's never really been a great great sleeper. He actually has been more so lately. And then Paisley, you know, she's only six months old. She did great up until about a month or two ago, and she's been waking up a lot, which is worse for, for Christy than it is for me because she goes in with right. her and usually feeds her, but I usually wake up too, and then I just roll over and go, oh, back to bed, but... So anyway, all right, we digress. So we digress, but you know, like it, it has something to do with it, kind of. We're, we're gonna bring it back. We're we are. We are. We're back. going somewhere. <laughs> we're just, we're just taking our time getting there. It's we're meandering. Um, it's, it's just, what's that other word? It's like meandering, like streams do this. You anyway, you ever heard of like a stream that just like it wanders lazily? Meander. Is there? I thought there's another word than other than meandering.
1: I'm sure there is, but I that's one know. I've heard most often. Yeah, it's whatever.
0: The point is, we're getting where we're going. We're just not taking the direct <laughs> route. <around>. Because <laughs> this has something to do with you know everything that's been happening. And then social media putting us more and more, uh, like, showing us stuff that, that we agree with. Which means there's there's no one on the outliers or on the edges saying, hey, maybe let's pull you back from the extremes a little bit. So we're getting more and more extreme. So I really want to talk about this idea today of just tribalism specifically again we're, we're we're trying to navigate these things as followers of Jesus the creation of an us versus them mentality mm-hmm. uh, in like it's almost like a warlike posture in everything that we do like we All are right. at war with them whoever them is you know it's it's anybody that's on the other side of me if it's anyone who's on the right if i'm on the left it's anyone who's on the left if i'm on the right it's i don't know whatever
1: yeah it's whoever Wh- whoever, it's whoever doesn't agree with me.
0: And and for sure this isn't this isn't like a, a Christian problem. This is a people problem. Right. Um it doesn't matter what your your world is, I think it's it's very clear that we are so much more divided now than I don't know. I mean I want to say ever before, but I've not been alive forever, but for sure in my lifetime. Right. Well, not that I'm not that that old, but and you know, talking to people who are older they'll say I don't I don't remember anything like this. Right.
1: Because we've had before we had social institutions we had cultural things that served to unite us well yeah. as we push back against those things and those institutions have started to deteriorate we don't have a shared cultural identity anymore and what we've learned in school and in music and etc there's nothing to really unite us anymore yeah. so we start to unite around these extreme positions and It's them now instead of us. We're all in this together. Yeah, we all have different views, but we're all in this together. It's like, no, it's them over there, Mm -hmm. and they're over there, and we're the ones that are really right.
0: Yeah, I mean, you think about this has been, a lot of studies have shown that decline of just whatever organizations and institutions, civic organizations Mm -hmm. in the country has been dropping for decades. Um, And the church is one of them. You think about whether it's, it's a church or it's something like, Hey, actually, our church, we're located in, this used to be a lodge, um, uh, a Masonic lodge. Yeah, Masonic Masonic lodge. lodge. Uh, uh, so, like, places like the Masons or the the Lions Clubs. Rotary, Rotary Kiwanis. Kiwanis. Um, I mean, even even like a lot of uh, organizations that were military-based. So, like you, you get out of the service, and you'd have, you know, like the VFW, right. and you'd have uh, the American Legion, different places like this. And there used to just be, like, massive memberships. And when you go to those kind of, you know, whether it's a religious, like a church type place or just a civic gathering place, you're gathering together people who are all very different than you. Like you you have some shared values, obviously, because that's why you're there. But you're going to be forced to to rub shoulders and to bump up against like a variety of political views, of worldviews, of family of origin stories, of, uh, you know, background, where you grew up, what your education was. But yet you had that shared value, kind of something to to unite. Well, now, as those things go away, and we were able to like this has become where our community happens. Right. But now we're not forced into these places where I might have to engage with people who are different than me, because like we just talked about, no, the algorithm will kind of push me into into places where, I'm just engaging with people who are exactly like
1: right, me. who already agree. So you can have the same conversation. You don't have anybody to challenge you. You don't have to learn how to dialogue and actually debate mm-hmm. and use logic and reason.
0: Yeah, it's so it's just increasingly, increasingly tribal mm-hmm. um, to where I can see you know this us versus them, and it's so divisive. And I don't, I don't have a good answer for for coming out of it. Um, and this is where like it, it even gets political too because there's talk you know, especially around like the social media thing be like well someone has to step in and be like yeah we can't we can't keep doing this there's got to be some regulation put mm-hmm. on social media which that our word regulation like that makes conservatives go nuts because right. like well yeah but like free enterprise and free speech and it's like yeah yeah you know, like, part of me like agrees with that but then it's like yeah but at the same time the lack of regulation is actually a threat to our Our freedom at at the core, then, because like yeah, this is killing us. This is destroying us. I don't have a good answer.
1: I have a good answer. You have a good answer. Give me your good answer. This is like a luddite thing, but let's just get luddite. Let's just get rid of all these devices. You've never heard that before. No, it's like somebody that's like anti-technology. Everything. Let's just get rid of these devices, and that would help a lot because all these are just marketing. You think this is a phone? This is a marketing device. Dude, that's what they were designed to do that is
0: absolutely and again back to back to social media that's what the algorithms the algorithms pull you to watch more and more stuff and and you're like drawn to it and the same stuff and the social media platforms love that because
1: you buy more stuff you
0: buy more stuff like you see more advertisements popping up and then they make it's it really is actually all about and it's about money. It's a it's a market thing. It's like, "Oh gosh." It's gross. And if you
1: don't want to watch that, well then you can pay more to have no ads and we'll still make our money. <laughs> and you lose in the end because you're still going to buy more stuff.
0: And, and and you see the evil that comes out of that? Okay. Let's get let's get biblical here for a second. And this is often misquoted where people say money is the root of all evil. No, it's not. The love of money is. Right. And so it's like you see this, well, hey, if we do this and do this and do this, we'll get more people to watch, we'll get more people to click, we we'll get more people to buy, And but yet it's making us like hate each other. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, there's that little root of evil popping right. up again. It's just like, oh, man. So that's the solution, everybody. There's, you're about to shut this off right now because we can't do technology anymore because <laughs> it's killing us. Um, yeah, I don't... Yeah, no, I don't think that's gonna work. No,
1: it's not. It's not a a good solution. But like, you know, I think it's how we manage these things um, that's gonna help to perhaps reunite this divided nation. Yeah. yeah.
0: And I don't, I don't know well enough to know. Like, is is this an issue in other parts of the world too, or is it just an American thing? Because I mean, I'm not connected really to other parts of the world to know like. How how do they engage with social media and different things? And
1: I would have to look at some data, but just anecdotally, I think it is is. because when I was traveling in rural Guatemala, people in these little tiny shacks with like one light, barely any running water, and there's kids sitting out alongside the road on a device, and you know that they're probably on social media, playing games, they're continuing that isolation and that tribalism. That we see not only here in the US, but I think we're gonna see that around the world.
0: And that's not even getting, somehow, this turned into a discussion about social media and technology. We're we're meandering, remember? We'll Mm -hmm. get back to it. This was just a a talking episode, but like that doesn't even play into, take into consideration not just the tribalism that that causes, but like the massive implications for for health, for mental health, for um, like childhood development, like all these different things. And we're starting to see some of that. But the truth is, like, this stuff is still so new.
1: We have no idea. We have
0: no idea mm-hmm. if it's like what it's doing to us. Um, yeah.
1: I mean, there's enough evidence now that yeah, yeah, shows it's really, really yeah, bad. That's
0: why there's documentaries coming out like a social dilemma. It's like, right. um, guys, we created a monster and we don't know how to get it back into the into the box. Like, we have a problem here. Yeah. So, yeah. It's, it's weird because, like, a couple, couple years, maybe I don't know, more than a couple years ago, five to 10 years ago, when technology was really picking up and all of a sudden smartphones are in everybody's hands and you know, I'd hear people talking like, you oh, know, this, this is bad. This stuff's not that good. And I was like in the crowd of like, yeah, whatever. It's fine. You're crazy. Now I'm kind of like, Oh man, I don't know. I just kind of want to get rid of all of it. <laughs>
1: yeah. So I'm right there with you.
0: Yeah. It's, it's, it's nuts. But um, yeah, speaking of, okay, we're back to the tribalism. How do, how do we address that? Talking to followers of Jesus. I mean, you're not going to get rid of. You. I mean, maybe you are going to get rid of your phone if you do that. Mean good for you. <laughs> um, to think though that this is, this is new for us, would be a mistake, right? Like right. this, this kind of this tendency for us versus them, and are you in? Are you out? Are you one of us? Are you against us? We're, you know, going to war with you. Like this has been a a struggle and a tension in the like in the church since the early days. Right. Um, now we experience it in a different way and and now it's not just because again you've we've removed a lot of the the face to face interaction um cuz now i can i can decide whether people on the other side of the country or the other side of the world are right part of the us or the them whereas mm-hmm. before it was like well no it's only who's like in my actual community and to, to create the us and them kind of divide i actually have to like have a conversation with you and decide. Yeah, you're either an us or them, which is a lot harder to do. Like, right. there's something about this that humanizes a person. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, like this is this has been an issue, and like you see the early church and the apostles addressing that of like, hey guys, like y- you've got to understand these things. And I mean, I think a lot of it just comes back to us saying, you know, if, if you're a Christian or a follower of Jesus, like, am I going to be serious about this? Mm-hmm. And if so it's kind of going (laughs) to suck because what I want to do is just kind of keep doing what I've been doing, which is weird. Isn't it? Isn't it weird that we want to do that, but at the same time we know that it's killing us. Right.
1: Like, yeah, it is
0: like, I don't think anybody gets off of like, you know, scrolling through social and, and just being mad at people's views or whatever and, and thinks that was great. I want to do some more of that. Like, no, everybody hates it and everybody knows it's killing us, but
1: everybody keeps going back,
0: but we don't want to not do it. Um, I don't know I'm just I'm reminded I'm gonna we're gonna get that Jesus-y here for for a moment um, or all the time because we're always Jesus-y because we're trying to follow him
1: every if you're and I, I heard this the other day I forget whose podcast it was on but it was, they were talking about the Orthodox Church and just how with the Orthodox Church everything that we do is considered to be an act of gospeling an act of the good news mm-hmm. so I've been trying to like look through that as I go throughout my day like okay i'm driving to work today that's an act of gospeling because i can still glorify god and proclaim his goodness by how how i drive and not
0: succumb to road rage right and
1: (laughs) it it was just interesting because then it sees the world completely differently so i've been trying to reframe how i think about things so yeah go ahead
0: well i was just so one of the, the passages that I come back to over and over as it relates to interpersonal relationships in, is is in Philippians chapter two, and the Apostle Paul like lays out for the church in, in Philippi. He's like, hey, like this is this is these are your marching orders, um, and again, like we don't, we're we're divided now, and there's tribalism now, but that was something that they dealt with too. I mean, you have the divide of of, of Jewish people and Gentiles, which is we can't really even get our minds around how deep that divide was. Right. Um, just the, the the class divisions in Roman society that like I don't remember what the numbers are but I think I've heard before it's like at least half of like the Roman population were, were like part of like the slave class and then mm-hmm. you had the uber wealthy and you had the men and the women and I mean there's just major divisions and so like you can see this coming out in Paul's writing all the time where he's like constantly getting at this idea of you know unity and peace between uh, the different groups of people and and how that's what the gospel does. Right. And in Philippians 2, he gives like the perfect example for like, here's how you do it. And it's not easy, but this is what it looks like. So this is Philippians 2, um, starting verse 3. He says, do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. I mean, we could just stop there and be like, what if all <laughs> of us, just, just followers of Jesus for like a month, decided none of us are going to do anything out of selfish ambition. I don't know if I can go a day (laughs) without doing something out of selfish ambition. Like as people, like most of the time, that's all we do is like, what's best for me? I'm going to do what's best for me. (laughs) Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit, rather in humility, value others above yourself. And like, it's so hard for us to do, like, especially, we're getting enraged by what I'm seeing on the other side of the screen. You know, when that person posted that thing that makes me want to go, you're an idiot and I can't stand you and how could you possibly think that? I have to, in that moment, be like, you're more important than I am. Mm-hmm. I have to value you above me. Like, I'm conservative and you're liberal, but I got to value you above me. I'm liberal and you're conservative. I got to value you above me. I, I'm, I'm I'm a Christian and you're not. I got to value you above me or whatever it is.
1: Mm-hmm. It's easier said than done. I, I,
0: I don't like it when... Paul or Jesus steps on my toes man
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm right there with you
0: I don't have my my steel toes on today it hurts (laughs) it's
1: so easy to just get sucked back into what's what's familiar and that's tribalism it's easy to Mm -hmm. to get drawn back into just rage and anger instead of no I'm gonna I'm gonna care about that other person on the other side of that screen I'm going to value them more than me Um, yeah it's it's tough um you know the way of jesus is it's simple but it's so much more difficult than just following a bunch of rules because isn't it it, interesting that's what we like to do i mean the apostle paul elsewhere says that you know we have to offer our bodies as as a living sacrifice meaning every single day every act that we do we die to ourselves because what what do you
0: do to a sacrifice you You kill kill it it. so what do you do to your own desires every day you kill kill them
1: And it's not like an ascetic kind of way. Like, although some ancient traditions, monks, yeah. the monastic tradition was definitely very heavy on the asceticism side. But yeah, like they would take that to an extreme. Yeah, but it's it's not necessarily that. Although it could be yeah. considered asceticism today to to say, okay, this isn't good for the other, so I'm going to lay down my right,
0: my happiness, pleasure, fulfillment is not right. the most important thing in the world. It's seeing the flourishing of other human beings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's just so interesting you, you know you just said hey following Jesus it's not complicated but it's hard like it's just really hard to do <laughs> we like to flip that right we like to make following Jesus complicated because then when you can make something complicated then you don't all it's easier to not do anything right we can just talk about it we can just debate about right. it we can just you know, explain why my interpretation of this passage is right and yours is wrong. Like we can, we can do all these things, and and like the, just the marching orders, the overall theme of Jesus: hey, go love people.
1: Right, and I think that's and that's hard. I think that's why, <laughs> as Christians, we get we fall so in love with the Ten Commandments and other 613 commandments no we're not jewish it's so concrete though we're, we're gonna pick and choose which ones we're gonna follow <laughs> right because that's so much easier than jesus two commands to love the lord your god with all your heart soul mind and strength and the second is like it to love your neighbor as yourself
0: yeah yeah. And then Paul comes along and he just echoes that and says, Yeah, he hey, just
1: applies hey, it. Okay, hey, this is what it looks like to love God and to love, love your neighbor.
0: Another. And he says the only thing that counts is faith expressing itself in love. Right. Right. He goes on that Philippians passage then to use Jesus as the example. He mm-hmm. says, In in your relationships with one another, have the same mindset as Christ Jesus, who being in very nature God did not consider equality with God something to be used for his own advantage. Hmm. That is he always could have played the god card and been like, "I'll do whatever's best for me," but he never did that. Rather, he made himself nothing by taking the very nature of a servant, being made in human likeness, being found in appearance as a man. He humbled himself by becoming obedient to death, even death on a cross. And it goes on, then explains it, and then you know, God exalted him; he was raised from the dead, and, and all of that. But like Paul's, like here, here's your example. Like, have the same mindset as Christ. He never used his power for his own advantage. Rather, he became a servant. Even to the point where it cost him his life. Right now, go and do likewise. It's—I won't even say it's really hard. It's impossible to put yourself in that kind of a position. It's impossible to be a servant to the point to serve other people to the point where you're willing to die for them and consider them them. Right to, to like to ha- there, its impossible to have tribalism. If i'm willing to die for the people that i consider on the outside of my tribe
1: right like it just completely destroys me. i mean jesus uh, we talked about this last week um in our small group uh but talking about how much he loved his enemies jesus was so pro-life that he valued his enemies life above his own that he mm-hmm. choo- he chose not to take their life from them even though jesus would have been justified and had every right to do that yeah he said no your life is more valuable than my own. I'm not going, you're not going to kill me. I'm going to lay down my life so you can have life. Right.
0: Yeah. And,
1: and that's the radical kind of love that Jesus calls us to. And as Christians, we need to get back to that kind of love because we're not seeing it today. We're seeing tribalism and hatred. Yeah. Um, Even among Christians, like, Oh, especially, especially among Christians. I
0: mean, over the past, past year, I and mean, politics has kind of always done it but it's just ratcheted up mm-hmm. right now of like the the race conversation has really done it right now i mean
1: the pandemic the,
0: the pandemic has done it cause to where it's like we see differently on some of these issues even though you're a brother or sister in Christ, I'm going to like just completely write you off or your story off or your life experience off mm-hmm. or your faith off. And so you're not a real Christian. It's right. like, whoa, whoa, whoa. How on earth are we ever going to love the world the way Christ loved the world if we can't even love each other that right. way? Man. You'd said something that sparked a thought in my mind and it's gone. It might come back though. They mm. do that from time to time. <laughs> I remember what you were what you saying, loving enemy and Jesus. oh, that w- that was it. Like, I think that's the the kind of not that we don't always need to focus on all the parts of Jesus love, but the part that we really need to focus for, on right now, it's not just love your neighbor as yourself. Mm-hmm. Like that's sometimes we think that's easy, even though when you really think about it, it's not. But it's the enemy love right now, mm-hmm. because we, and, and I'm guilty of this. Oh yeah, like we. Oh, we, we, I'm not saying you oh, <laughs> I'm, done. I'm done. I am no, like, in a, I'm in oh, full on agreement with you. Oh yeah, you are. Like, okay, that's this where we went. No, um now there's this we're really good. We like we're like, oh yeah, we're gonna love our neighbors and with the caveat is like as long as they they're just like me. Like we're we're all about love for our side and, and talking about we need to love people, but the minute that becomes someone we disagree with, the mm-hmm. whole like love for enemy, and Jesus gives examples of this, right? He talks about Throwing a party, like don't throw a party for all your friends and stuff who are going to repay you. No, you go, you go do it for the people who. He's like, even the you know the pagans and the tax collectors do that, but it's like, no, you, you, you go and invite people that can never pay you back. Right. You don't just show love to people that love you. No, you go and love your your enemies. It, it's just that. I mean, I think a good example of this right now, has been. You know, President Trump just came down with COVID mm-hmm. over like over the weekend, the end of last week, and the I'm not trying to pick on one side or the other, but on the left, like we're seeing a little bit, and some have been super classy. Like uh, uh, Joe Biden sent a tweet out to yeah. his wife for praying for President Trump. Like that's what the response should be. But, but people are like celebrating. I hope this guy dies. Yeah. Okay, now. I'm not necessarily a fan of President Trump. However, now that might just make some people mad right there, but like whatever. we've talked about that before. No, no political party right. embodies Jesus. But even if you consider him your enemy, the response of a of a follower of Jesus has always gotta be love. Mm-hmm. Like you you never get to celebrate the death of somebody. Not that right. he's died, but like they're, they're like thinking like that's a good thing. I hope you die, I hope you like, I hope you suffer, I'm like, what, what is that? That's messed up. That is so messed up, that's when, again, it's easy, like, oh, I love, yeah, I love people, I love, but the real test of love is do you love somebody who hates you, Mm -hmm. or you perceive as hating you, Do you perceive as your enemy? Um, I can, and and this isn't just a, a right now with President Trump kind of thing, I can remember like, in the past, like these kind of things happening before too, of, of like when someone who's the world has is like that's just a bad guy we, we're so glad that they that they that they died mm-hmm. it's like i don't know that as a follower of jesus you can ever celebrate that right like that's just not that doesn't mean you got to agree with that person but the, the response is not i'm gonna i'm gonna love you i'm gonna pray for you right
1: just man. and and that does not come naturally no, that's something that we spent a lifetime developing that attitude, yeah, yeah. putting to death our our natural desire to be like, yes, they yeah. deserved it. It's like, no, no. Here's the words of Jesus from the Sermon on the Mount. You've heard that it was said, love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I tell you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you, that you may be children of your father in heaven. So as children of your father in heaven, this is what you're supposed to do. Yeah. This isn't in order to become children. No, you're already children, but the this is how you illustrate that your are children. Um, he causes the sun to rise on the evil and the good and sends rain on the righteous and the unrighteous. If you love those who love you, what reward will you get? Are not even the tax collectors and sinners doing that? And if you greet only your own people, what are you doing more than others? Do not even the pagans do that? Be perfect as your heavenly father is perfect.
0: Yeah, and that's not like moral perfection. That's like what he just said was, you know, whether a person's, in our eyes, a good person or a bad person, there's like this common grace from God that mm-hmm. we all get to experience. The sun comes up, the rain comes down, like this world operates. And and that's just true for everyone. It's like, even for people that don't deserve it. And if, you're, if that's how your heavenly father is, like kids are, suppo- in some way, children are a reflection of their biological parents, whether it's physical attributes or right. emotional or whatever. And it's like, okay, so you should look like your heavenly dad. And he is good towards everyone. So we right. do that. but it's hard (laughs) (laughs) it's so hard but what about god's judgment Uh, well that's a whole different conversation that we usually read the wrong way honestly in scripture but and here we talked about this at our small group last week too this is if you're a follower of jesus it is imperative that we get this right because if we don't do this well, if, we, if we're not going to be the ones that love our enemy, mm-hmm. if we're not going to be the ones that say, okay, maybe that's how the world's going to operate and we're going to be tribal and we're going to be divided and we're going to hate people. If we don't figure out how to do this, nobody else is going to. Like we are the only people that have the imperative and the right. example of, no, this is what it means to follow Jesus. It means to lay my life down for other people. It means to love my enemy. And if we can't do that, those of us that have Christ as our example, how on earth is the world going to do it? And so, man, that's, that's the challenge. And that's the, that's the call, right? Mm -hmm. Let's go, let's go do this. Yep. We were just talking about this and maybe this is a good place to end. It's a quote that always comes back into my head. Darn you, Andy Stanley for just, just, you have those little one liners that just stick with people. And I think of this all the time. It's easier to make a point than it is to make a difference. Oh yeah. Right. That's we're really good at making points. We're really good at just spouting off our opinion and be like, man, I, sh- I told them all my facts. Facts it, don't care about it, your feelings. It, it's kind of funny because, you know, I was but.
1: texting you the other day, like, dude, like this person, they text this, and like, this is what I want to say, but I know that's not right because I want to make a <laughs> difference and not a point. I know, and you're
0: like, and it would be right to say that? I'm like, yeah, it would.
1: <laughs> like, like, I'd be right. And you're like, just sh- show the love of Jesus maybe consider saying this I'm just like oh yeah thank you and so it's like okay
0: well, we've just got to ask ourselves over and over again do I want to make a point do I want to make a difference if I want to make a difference sometimes it means I just I can't say what I want to say I can't I can't <laughs> just be right I can't just be right um, so yeah let's be difference making people all right
1: let's start a love train people all over the world join hands <laughs> okay
0: You say that and maybe you're thinking of the song, but I'm thinking of the old Coors Light commercials. (laughs) Really? I'm thinking of the song. (laughs) Because they used that song on the Coors Light commercials and there was like the train that came through. Um, And so you can take that for what you will here on the HC Conversations podcast. Are we talking about a love train? Are we talking about Coors Light?
1: Be a difference maker. Be a difference maker. And don't just go out and make points. Yeah, there you go. Because that's easy. It is. That's not at all what Jesus did. Yeah.
0: I think we've talked for long enough. We have. Right?
1: thanks for tuning in today um we hope that you found this podcast or youtube video somewhat helpful um don't forget to like share to leave us a rating or review on itunes Mm -hmm. Um, and tune back in next month as we start a brand new conversation that (laughs) who knows what it's going to be it'll be right after the election next time
0: no it won't be before right because isn't the ele- election? It's always the second Tuesday of November. That's true. It'll be so before the election. Whew. Everybody's going to be on edge. Yeah. Hey, but actually, speaking of, we don't know what we're going to talk about. We would love for you, if there's something you want to hear us address, let us know.
1: Great. Right. Send us an email. Drop us a comment. Us a comment. Leave, leave us comment. an email.
0: Um, we don't just want to have conversations with each other. We want this to be a conversation with all of you as well. Right. So that's all we got.
1: All right. Thanks, everybody.